This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with the owner, the creator, the founder of The Gailey Dose. Uh, Helmet, good morning or good afternoon. I don't know what time it is today. Right. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm, okay, so pronounce your last name for me because I want to make sure I get that right. My last name's Domagalski. Okay. Which is an old, uh, obviously got a little Polish in there. My father was born in Berlin. So the Helmut and the Domagalski are all that. And the Lucero, my middle name, is my uh, my mother. So, so I, I'm originally Lefkowitz, which, which uh, is, as far as we can tell, is some sort of Eastern Polish, Western Russian name. My my great my great aunts when I asked them where where did you grow up, they said, Well, it was a little village and sometimes it was in Russia and sometimes it was in Poland. So exactly. they, okay. It's, that's the way the world world worked in a hundred years ago. Um so tell me first, what is the Gailey Dose? Yeah, so the Gailey Dose is basically a group of queer people. Um, who get together and have conversations that are either like every day or taboo um, to really try to elevate and inform the queer community. So um, that's really what we do. Um, and it's really because it's so hard for us, A, to find those discussions in our traditional settings, right? You talk about bars or, you know, um, dance floors, whatever. It's kind of hard to chat. Um, but really, it's about accelerating our community through these conversations. Um, you know, a lot of straight communities have been having great little chats about who they are and in places like churches and other places. But for us, I think it's really important, especially at this time, to have those dialogues. And that's what we do on the Gilead Oaks. So what was the impetus? And I, and I guess kind of before we do that, what is, what is your background that, that brought you to this, this place where you're doing this podcast? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm like, so I'm a biomedical engineer and I, and I run uh, healthcare software businesses. So that's sort of like my day job. Um, for this particular um, work of art, um, I actually kind of going way back, I, um, I got married to a woman out of really a religious belief that queer was not a good quote unquote choice. So I have darling daughters from that uh, marriage and divorced uh, 10 years after marriage. So I was like 33 years old. Uh, I like to think when Jesus died, I came out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 33. There you go. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. So, um, <laughs> so I'm now 45. So I had a good while of really dated someone really sincerely in, uh, in the community. I mean, that didn't work out. I was like, let's go sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And, um, but really found my whole journey for authenticity wasn't met by that at all. And so I started mentoring gay men through a group called Belong One-on-One. And I actually started a men's group at my home that felt very like small group-ish because I do have a, a, a faith background, um, though I've since moved forward. And, um, and then I just started saying, hey, you know what, why don't we do this on a podcast in the pandemic? Why don't we focus our energy on that? Um, and that we being a collective of a few individuals that I knew were supportive of the idea. And that's what we did. And so in the, the pandemic was born the Gayly Dose. And so now we're trying to share those, those conversations uh, with gay youth across, you know, the Southeast and beyond. I was going to ask you, so your, your focus is not just Metro Atlanta. You, you have kind of a wider regional 
reach, right? We do. Yeah. What's interesting is, of course, you, you know, it's, it's a podcast. So you get listeners in from the UK and Australia right. and all over the place. But I would say right now, we really do focus and we do really resonate with people in the Southeast because I think the fact that it is, um, you know, it's sensitive, it's, it's got a lot of candor in it. It's got a lot of what's the point behind the story sort of perspective. I think that really appeals to um, a Southern mindset. And that's, uh, that's really where we focus. And a lot of our guests right now so far have been regionalized. And it's been amazing, the breadth that we've had. Uh, but that really is our, our focus. I was going to say, uh, you know, kind of looking at, at your at your episode list, and I think you're, you're at about 100, right? About 100 episodes so yeah. far, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is great. Uh, it, it is very diverse in terms of the topics that you've covered. How do you... I mean, I'm sure there are other, you know, LGBTQ focused podcasts out there. How, what, what, how do you say yours is different? You know, if someone says, oh, I, I already listened to one like that. But he said, no, no, mine's different because. Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of things. So one is that um, we're not really necessarily going only for kind of sensational, funny, and um, I guess I would say, crass. <laughs> so, you know, sexuality is a part of being gay. It is a defining component, obviously, that here's my variation from the rest of creation, right? I've got this variant. Or if you're an identity person, right? If you've got both identity and sexuality, great. Um, but those are just a portion of what we are. So, um, you know, we've worked a lot. We originally started one of our greatest co-workers, I'd say, in, in looking at this was the Georgia Voice. Georgia Voice is a very well-known publication here in Atlanta, mm -hmm. very well established, and we, we still partner and work with them. But I thought more broadly about, like, what are all the topics that appeal to the community? And it's everything, you know, from gardening to fashion to sports to, and those are all things and areas in which the queer community has uniquenesses, has gifts has contributions. Um, and so that's why we really had a very broad range, right? We talked about nudity to, um, to what's going on in Congress, to what's going on in, um, you know, in pets, you know, pets are so important to gays and queers. So it really is a broad range because we're just about as broad as humanity is. Right. And that's kind of made it fun. So we're not just a niche, you know, let's just talk about fetishes today. So you have some, you have kind of, Long segments and shorter segments, right? I think the podcast looks like it's about about an hour each time. Is that correct? Yeah, we actually tried something very different in season two. We tried little vignettes to try to pull out different aspects of our experiences, whether it was the current events for the news. We've got uh, gays that play, or we did um, the girls got together in sister circle. That's another piece about what we did in season two. We really varied our our participation so that we got we have four members of the cast right now that are our parents. So I've got three, but um, the, the Clays have five kids. Our trans mama has five kids. And then we have, you know, another variation of gays and lesbians. So it's, a, it's also a mixed actual cast, really to kind of prove out the, the reality of our existence being very, very decorated with variation. Right, right. So if, if someone, be it a organization or a nonprofit or a company wanted to be a part of the podcast, how would they, would, how, would they reach out to you? Is that the best way to do it? Yeah, they can reach out to thegailydose.com. Um, they can reach out helmut at thegailydose.com for email or marketing okay. at thegailydose. 
um, or on any of our social media platforms. Absolutely. And we, uh, we've had a great time um, with some initial sponsors, but we obviously would love more, whether it's for sponsorship or it's for actually getting on the podcast. We, um, we've had so many variations of peoples and types. It's been great. It's been one of the funnest parts about what we've done is, um, is really a lot of people like our sector, right? Um, we, we talk to informed queer people and a lot of times informed queer people have a lot of money. <laughs> it's expendable, <laughs> right? They don't have children. I mean, I'm an exception, almost an anomaly. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a great segment and it's, it's one that is growing and, um, we're thankful it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful it is. I'm lucky to live in this time and place when it, it is. Yeah. And lots of things to spend your disposable income on, right? Truth, truth. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Great vacations included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, a, a couple of friend of mine, uh, Okay, uh, two, two men. They just went to the Galapagos, um, and they uh, they started posting pictures. It looks talk about uh, great vacation. So I'm, I'm jealous. Um, are there certain topics that you you're looking at in the kind of down the road, thinking here are things I'm keeping an eye on. Here are things I want to make sure that we cover that you haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, well, it's interesting. So. You know, so many of our, our items that we talk about are kind of look at the screen of our values, which ultimately candor is one of the most important items that we have, which is really about honesty. And so I like a lot of times to think about areas in our, um, in our world that we're maybe not being as honest about or as honest as we could be, or problem areas that don't get solved. So for example, the trans community, right? So we have the whole sports issue in the trans community. Like how do we practically actually solve it, right? So doing things that we may have already visited in the past, I'm very excited about social justice issues, right? And, yeah. uh, and informing, informing ourselves with more facts. So sometimes it makes sense to go back. Um, for example, I'll use an example. I think it'd be great to have a very candid conversation about have you participated in an orgy or not? Well, you might think like, that's what, what's that? That's ridiculous, right? <laughs> but a lot of people, we sort of shy away from these taboo things instead of really saying, but what would that experience really be like? And maybe we can bring someone on and talk about it so that we just understand. A lot of times we, we think about things out of our ignorance as opposed to actually learning experiences of others. You think, you think that'd, be, that'd be fun, but then you get into the logistics of it and you're thinking, you know, it's... How does, how does that, logistically, how's that going to work out? Exactly, right? How's that actually going to work out? And is yeah. that something I actually want to introduce into my life? You know, <laughs> uh, you know. But there's other things too. It's a really important election year, um, particularly what's going on at the Supreme Court level. So really, make sure <clears throat> right. we're stirring all of our listeners to think about their their rights. That's you know, but it's it's as fun as fall fashion too. You know, so it can vary. Um, I like it varied for the passion of the the cast as well as to what comes to us, you know, um, from outside. Yeah, you, you mentioned the Supreme Court. I mean, I've, we've been watching from, for one of our clients at the Army Law School, kind of the Dobbs decision and, you know, the way that that leaked draft was written could have a lot of ramifications for other <clears throat> other same-sex LGBTQ plus issues. So I think there's certainly a lot of concern in a lot of communities about all of the different things that could fall out from that. And, you know, every time, every, every week when this, when the court releases things, people are sitting there on the, on the, on the website refreshing going, okay, are they going to release this, this one today or 
or next week and didn't happen didn't happen this week so maybe next week right right no exactly but i think that's that's really you know there's a lot of angst in that direction i don't think people realize how much they could potentially have that's right. why it's going to be so important so engagement is certainly going to be something we're going to continue to talk about in season three yeah all right so so now the the really hard question. This is the hardest question for everybody every week. Is what what's something cool and fun about you that people might not know? And it can be uh, a hobby, hobby or a talent or something you collect or anything like that. Yeah, I. Um, so oddly, when I was in high school, I loved singing, and I really, really wanted to be a uh, music theater performer. I actually even applied to Juilliard, but I couldn't do that because I'd be gay. <laughs> You can do it because you'd be gay. You know, in my mind, I was like, well, I'll be gay if I do that. I'll go with all these feelings and thoughts. Well, guess what? I'm gay anyway. Um, I that worked, that that. worked out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I did that a little in college. And then again, actually, when I came out, I did, I, uh, did a barbershop chorus. And now I have become voice lessons again. So it's kind of a side little thing that um, I just enjoy because it makes my heart happy. Very good. Okay. All right. So the lightning round here, as I call it. Um, I give you the option, either the last book you've read or the last podcast you've listened to. And I'll put in the caveat that it doesn't include your podcast or mine. Yes, perfect. <laughs> so I would say Atomic Habits. Um, I have started another book about Ego is the Enemy, but Atomic Habits is actually completed. And I actually led a book club on it, of all things, um, and just wrapped that up. I love that book because it it's very practical. And um, yeah. I don't know Atom- who, who's the author of that one? Oh, I can't remember right now. I'm looking at the title. Um, you'll look it up and you'll see it. It's how I have it. It's great. It's all about how it's done about goals. It's all about process. And it really focuses you in on the processes that we take every day. And um, you can apply it to the things you're doing in life, or you can apply it to even the things you put your brain, you know, the habits you respond to with your brain um, defines who we are as people. I love, I love self-help. I'm a big self-help book person. So okay. definitely. All right. Favorite local restaurant? Oh, definitely Rumi's. Rumi. Okay, I don't know. Okay, Colony Square. Colony Colony Square. Square. Okay. Uh, Particularly, they opened that one. It's amazing. I love the atmosphere and the foods. What kind of What kind of food is it? Persian. Persian. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. Okay. All right. Gotta go. (laughs) Colony Square is such a pain to get in and out of there, right? Oh, well, but you can look up Rumi's. I think they have one up in, um, they know they got one over in Roswell and they've got another one up north if you're in the Atlanta area. Okay. But uh, definitely worth checking out. Right, I'm kind of, de- towards, kind of towards Decatur, but. Yeah, the- I think they've got, yeah, that's really going to be a drive for you. Probably probably right. worth the earliest you get. All right, I'll, 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 I'll brave the, the parking deck. Uh, it's funny, County Square was always one of those parking decks. It was like, just horrible again in and out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I remember I had a hook up there one time. Yeah. <laughs> now I, in now in I the park in the park in the parking deck? Yeah, yeah, in the deck. Yeah, okay. No, all right, oh my all gosh. Right. No. All right. Okay. That, that favorite, I was dating. <laughs> favorite, uh, favorite guilty pleasure. Favorite guilty pleasure. Ooh, I would say a good sancier wine. Like right. love it. We'll spend the money on it. Adore it. Yeah. All right. Uh Local getaway, somewhere you like to go where you're, you can just chill. Um, I don't know if it's local. Like, I love the mountains. I love Blue Ridge or Cashers. Yeah. yeah, those yeah. are all beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, favorite non-work hobby? Favorite non-work hobby. 
You know, I'm going to say it's spending time with my girls. So I have my three daughters. We're going to go to, we're getting ready here to go to uh, Europe for two weeks. I'm so excited. Kind of our romantic yeah. adventure. And so, yeah, I think they are my other hobby outside of the obvious one, which is the Gailey Doe. So I don't get yeah. paid for this. Yeah. This is my, this takes the bulk of my time. <laughs> um, so when it's not the Gilly Dose, it's my daughter's, or maybe the other way around. It's not my daughter's. It's the that's, Dose. that's a good hobby. That's a good hobby to have. All right. So let, let's run through all your contact information again. So website. Website is uh, thegailydose.com. And there it is behind you. That's good. All right. <laughs> um, email. Email is um, helmut at thegailydose.com. All right. Uh, let's see. Facebook. Facebook, The Gailey Dose Pod. Okay. And uh, Twitter? Uh, the Gailey Dose Pod. Okay. Instagram? The Gailey Dose Pod. There you go. Good, good, <laughs> consistent branding. That's that's good. I like that. Uh, any other social channels that I forgot about? You know, I think those are good. I mean, Is we're that... on YouTube as well, The Gailey Dose. Um, okay. YouTube. So we actually moved over to YouTube as a platform in season two. There's a lot of that content on video. If you want to right. see any of us, how we actually act, behave, that's where you can find us. That's great. That's great. Well, Helmut, I appreciate it. This has been great. Uh, we are right at my target of 20 minutes. Woo-hoo! Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been yeah, fantastic. we appreciate it. Uh, thanks very much. Again, we've been talking with, with the Gailey, Helmut from the, from the Gailey Dose, and uh, you, I just ran through all, all the places to find them, so you got no excuse. Uh, tune in next week and most weeks for another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. And as always, you can always find uh, our directory of local media at leftsatlantamedia.com. Thank you, Helmet. Cheers.